Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. My name is Nick, and this show is all about scratch-made food and positive energy. If this is your first time here, welcome. So wonderful to have you here, and if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you so, so much for spending a little bit of your time here with me. Well, not every week, because I don't release weekly episodes. I do apologize for not getting an episode out last week, but unfortunately, it was not the best week for me. <laughs> and I know, you know, everybody has those those weeks where they just kind of go into a full like shutdown mode. Like you retract into yourself. You kind of just take all the projects off of the table, only temporarily, but just enough time to kind of just reset, recenter yourself and kind of refill the energy coffers as it were. And that was very much my week last week but i do want to tell you a little bit about that as we get into the show here today but i just want to say a huge huge thank you thank you thank you so much to all of the amazing people supporting the show over on patreon a huge shout out to m sam and chris and a very special thank you to my vip patrons krista jared dan and bill means the world to me that i have patrons the entire patreon if you're not somebody subscribing on patreon entire thing has been revamped once per quarter how about a quarterly loot box with some cooking gadget or some little you know food find or recipe find anything like that to help you on your culinary journeys and also you get to submit a recipe you get to be part of the recipe club at the five dollar level and submit your own recipe for full details make sure you hit the link in the show notes patreon.com slash nikolai's kitchen check it out we've actually got things revamped over there and i'm really really excited and loot boxes this quarter are going to be for uh t-shirts nikolai's kitchen t-shirts so if you're an existing top tier patron and you haven't given me a t-shirt size yet give it give it to me <laughs> give it to me i need it so today on the show we're going to talk about overnight waffles now, this is going to basically be a revisit or a kind of addition to, addendum to, slight alteration to a previous waffle recipe that I did way early in the show's run for buttermilk waffles. And essentially, I changed the recipe up just slightly, but I picked up a tip somewhere along the way to throw yeast in it and just leave it in the fridge overnight and just do overnight waffle batter. That's what we're going to talk about in the food section of the show today when we get there a little bit later on. But yeah, I, we've already talked about chicken and waffles. I've made it a lot. If you follow me on social media, you see a lot of waffles because I really, really love waffles and my waffle recipe is legit. <laughs> it is really, really great. So if you're looking for a great waffle recipe, that's going to give you a good crisp. It's going to give you a good, like nice fluffy texture, plus a punch of flavor, just an absolute punch of flavor. You got to check this one out. You really, really do. But I wanted to talk to you first, like before I even get started, I had my doctor's appointment. And as many of you probably know, I was dreading my doctor's appointment. And I was dreading it to kind of the point where I wasn't even really sure if I wanted to really talk about the results of it or not. And coming out of the doctor's office, I was really, really depressed so as you know, when I first promised you accountability, when we first talked about the whole accountability thing, I was really, really trying to work hard to drop weight. 
Now that's been tough over the past two months. I was sick for a good portion of that time frame with just kind of this nagging respiratory something or other that I finally had to go get antibiotics to get rid of. And that coupled with just in general, I wasn't really counting calories. I wasn't paying enough attention to what I was eating. And then even once I started counting calories, I didn't have every day perfect. Not every day was perfect, but then Avery's birthday hit. And for Avery's birthday, there were cupcakes with buttercream frosting. There was cookie cake with buttercream frosting. There were Macrons. Now, did I track those things? Yes. But... Nevertheless, they're not exactly like good pillars of like super healthy food. So I'm tracking my calories. I'm taking care to to keep my calorie goal as close to or under my daily calorie goal. I don't want to go over. One thing I have noticed that I wanted to mention off the bat, though, is my appetite is significantly reduced, regardless of what happened at the doctor's appointment. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But my appetite has reduced very, very significantly. I've noticed that it doesn't take nearly as much food to make me feel full. And I'm leaving more on the plate than I had in the past. And when I really found success doing drop the sugar and doing the calorie counting and everything before, when I really got close to my goal weight, it was because I kept working hard every single day to eat less every day to hit my calorie goals or stay around my calorie goals. And it really did help to shrink my appetite. Like my appetite is just, it's always been insanely voracious. So that's a good takeaway that I take away from it. And I haven't been able to get as much exercise in as I've wanted to. There's been some yoga in here and there. There's walks. There's going to the gym periodically. I did finally get back to the gym, I think, since the last episode. Pretty sure since the last episode, I, I, I got back to the gym. And it was really, really great to lift some actual like heavy weights. And to do some cardio on a machine that wasn't just me outside walking around. And my body was sore for like three days afterward. Now, I have done a whole bunch of workouts, a bunch of walks and other stuff since then, but I haven't actually gotten myself back to the gym. If you're working hard on something, maybe you don't get the kind of feedback, maybe you don't get the kind of reciprocation that you'd like from whatever audience you have in whatever capacity, be that content creation or cooking or exercising or any of the other things that I'm just using experiences from my own life. But largely, people notice. People notice. And it's tough to have those kind of conversations with people where it's just a positive ref reflection back and forth. It's really, it, I don't know, sometimes it can maybe feel awkward or something like that, but they notice. They're out there, they see you, and they notice. So don't ever think that you have to stop working hard. And this is to segue into what happened at the doctor's appointment here. I swear to God, I'm not just rambling. <laughs> but they see. Your hard work is not for nothing, okay? You're making measured progress, even if that progress is really, really slow. I've lost three pounds. I've lost three pounds since the second week of January. Now, I really was hoping when I took a look at everything. Now, granted, this was February. We're going to discount half of that time frame because I wasn't even trying 
during that time frame. And I, I was quote unquote trying, but I wasn't counting the calories. I wasn't doing all that stuff yet. Three pounds. Now I'm a big dude. And a substantial reduction in my appetite, coupled with increases in fitness and all that kind of stuff, should have led to a lot more. And what I see when I see that three pounds is I see failure. Failure to do enough. Didn't have to have those cookie cake and cupcakes and macrons or any of that other stuff that I made for Avery's birthday. I can still make the stuff. Like, I don't have a problem making the stuff, but I just, I can't eat it. And until I can divorce that relationship of, well, I made it, I have to eat it. Until I can kind of divorce those ideas in my head, I have to really limit the amount of desserts or dessert-like foods I'm making. As I look at the list of recipes that I'm going to bulk record here today, I'm looking at, we've got waffles, we've got apple crisp with vanilla, bourbon caramel, we've got banana nut bread. We've got a whole lot of stuff that is <laughs> not necessarily the healthiest kind of stuff because these are the recipes that I've worked on and developed since the beginning of the year and even dipping into parts of last year. So what it means is I failed. And I know what some of you are thinking. That's like, no, Nikki, but you still lost something. And I got there. I got there eventually. I really did. But it took me a minute. So one of the things that I miss most about living in the Southern tier, uh, pretty much one of the only things, is Nurchie's Pizza. Love Nurchie's Pizza. Big, thick, chewy dough. Just the absolute gobs of mozzarella cheese, fantastic pizza sauce. They make a honey mustard chicken speedy pizza that is to die for. Absolutely love it. One of my favorite things to eat in the whole entire world. And I don't get to get down there all that often anymore. And I really wanted to get a honey mustard chicken pizza or just get a normal whatever. Just get like a sheet of Nurchie's pizza and just have it and just wrap it up and save it for leftovers. Well, I walked out of that doctor's appointment and I was, I legitimately must have looked like my girlfriend had just broken up with me and my dog had just died and I lost my job and like every big bad news thing that you can just lump into one with just like sucker punch after sucker punch after sucker punch. I felt God awful. I legitimately, I was so angry with myself. I was so frustrated. I was like, Nick, you how on earth could you only lose three pounds in that time frame? That is terrible. That is pathetic. That is weak. You're an idiot. You suck. You're the worst, like absolutely lambasting on like, you know, one code after the other of just the, the, the mental beat down that I normally start to kind of get into with myself. Like I really was laying into myself thick. And I'm not going to lie, even sitting here now recording this, I'm a couple weeks removed from that. And I still feel like I failed in a way because I definitely did. I talked in February when I talked about counting my calories that I wanted to lose 10 pounds a month or as close to that as I possibly could. Because if I could do that, then I could hit my goal by the end of the year. Every month, every week that goes by that I'm not losing something, that I'm not inching a little bit closer to that goal is another year that I have to push that goal down the road. And I'm tired of kicking the can down the road. I'm so tired of it. I'm so frustrated by it. 
So I decided not to get that Nurchie's pizza. I decided to just come home. And I told myself, I don't deserve to have that. Even as like a treat, even as like a cheat day, even as anything, three pounds, not good enough. Absolutely, absolutely not good enough. And then the mental gymnastics in my head just continue from that point on. I'm on my way home. And food's always been a huge coping mechanism for me. Whenever I'm depressed, whenever I'm down, whenever I'm feeling really, really beaten up or anything like that, I always kind of turn to food as my crutch, as my coping mechanism. So I start thinking to myself as I'm on this drive home, And there's no places along the way. Like, there's really no places along the way, not until you get to Dryden anyway. Where I was like, I'm just going to stop and get whatever. I had not eaten this whole day. I'm starving at this point, too. And now I'm so depressed and now I'm so upset with myself and now I'm so angry that I'm like, I mean, I want to stop and get whatever. I want to stop at, you know, McDonald's and get like two 20 piece nuggets and just slam them down like I used to back in my biggest days. I want to stop and get like four double cheeseburgers and like, I want to make the worst possible food decisions at all. At this point, this is all in my head as I'm in my car, just driving home, just laying into myself mentally, like over and over and over again. And I get home. I didn't stop anywhere. I'm so proud of myself for not stopping anywhere. I fought the urge. I said, Nick, stop, stops. Like I'm like, and I have to consciously, consciously get in there and get in between like me and my subconscious self and be like, you're like, you hold the hands out like all the way to the sides with the full wingspan and be like, you two stay at opposite sides of the room. You're not allowed to talk to each other or whatever. Like literally have to kind of like force and push and like get everybody away. That's kind of the headspace I was in. That was kind of where I was, you know, which is really, really sad. But that's what I had to do. I had to tell myself very physically, no, Nick, you are not going to make this choice. And I didn't. And I'm proud of the fact that I did. I'm really glad that I didn't. I'm so happy that I didn't. I get home and... I can't remember what I had to eat when I got home. I didn't have much of anything. I can't remember. It was just leftovers of some kind. Maybe, no, was that enchiladas? I can't remember. I can't remember. Time is a just vast spinning whirlwind to me. I don't know what day is what. I don't know when I did what thing. I only have vague memories of things that I did at some point recently. (sighs) With live stream prep in full swing and everything else, just... Life is chaos, my friends. Life is chaos. But I got home and I really sat and I really started to think about it. And I really started to kind of construct a better narrative in my head. I really had to, like I said, hold up the arms, hold the negative subconscious self, the one that always wants to just start laying sucker punches into me left and right. I had to hold them away and just kind of start telling myself, Nick, three pounds isn't a failure. Because not only did I not gain weight, I did actually lose a little bit as well. And it's great to have Rebecca here in my ear 
because she offered that perspective too. And like, it's great to have such a reassuring and supportive partner who gives me that reassurance when I have that self-doubt where I'm beating the ever-loving crap out of myself in my head. It's not a loss. It's not a failure. Could I have lost more? Yeah, sure. Sure, I could have. But don't you think, if you look at it from another perspective, I ate what I wanted to. I didn't sacrifice on anything I wanted to eat at all. And I didn't hit my calorie goals every single day. There are a couple days where I went over here or there. I've started getting back into, there was a long time where I didn't drink a lot of craft beer. I've actually got a craft beer that's going to be bottled in a week, less than a week now, actually. I'm really excited. I'm bottling that for live stream for the cure. So I have it for me, Dan and Gerald, when we're here rocking our way to $25,000 for cancer research. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Part of the, the Cancer Research Institute's Crush Cancer event going to be absolutely amazing. I'm really, really excited to give you guys more details about that. As soon as they're available, promos for that. Uh, not this episode, next episode. Promise. Next episode, you're going to hear a little audio promo for the live stream for The Cure as well. But that three pounds isn't a failure, you know? It's not a failure, and it's actually like a really, really good success. I lost weight even while I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I ate a bunch of those Macrons and that's not even like you. I am that stereotypical dude in the kitchen where I, Oh no, Oh, that Macron's no good. Well, I guess I better eat it. <laughs> we got to taste the buttercream. Got to make sure it's good. Yeah, let's, let's whip it up a little bit more. Let's add a little bit more of this. Whip it up. Oh, got to taste it again. Got to taste it again. Got to taste it again. Well, now I got to taste one all assembled. Okay. So that was like the hypothesis. Now we got to test it. Let's have another one. <laughs> Like I was having a bunch of this stuff, you know, I'm sure I did go over on the day I made the Macrons. Cause I was just like, number one, that is like, so that is so much work. They are so, so much work. I mean, I've made them twice and the, each time was a year removed from the other one. So yeah, but not, nevertheless, even with all that, with eating whatever I wanted, hitting my calorie goals on most days and with Avery's birthday and all the sweets and treats and everything that were packed therein, I still lost three pounds. I didn't gain weight in spite of all that stuff. So reconstruct the narrative in your head, reconstruct why it's not a failure, why it's not a loss, why it's not a bad thing that you didn't hit your goal as quickly and as readily as you wanted to. If you're battling with something like that in your mind right now, think about that. That's something that I have really, really tried to do as I continue to move forward with this weight loss journey. I'm down three and that was a week ago. Hopefully it's more. I don't know if it is or not. We'll find out sometime soon. There are nine months left in the year. I could still lose that 10 pounds a month. I could still get to like 270 by Christmas. It's entirely feasible, difficult, tough. Going to be a struggle. Oh yeah. Like live stream for the cure is coming. And let me tell you who's not going to be paying any attention to what he's doing at that point in time. This guy, 
that's why I'm hoping I can kind of reshape my appetite between now and then. And I've already done so much good work for it. I'm already so, so thrilled with all the work that I have done in terms of reshaping my appetite, but I really need to do more. I need to do so much more before I can even call that work complete. I really, really do. But that's entirely doable. I'll be happy if I'm under 300 before the end of the year. See, every journey is just a sum of all these tiny little milestones, all these tiny little like road markers that you see along the side of the road, along the way. And sometimes you're not going to necessarily get as far as you thought you were going to get from one leg of the journey to the other. Sometimes things are going to delay you. Sometimes things are going to change. Sometimes you're not going to be able to make it as far as you wanted to. And that's okay. And I need for you to know that it's okay. Just don't give up on yourself. Don't make that choice where you cave in and you drive to McDonald's and you order up like three double cheeses and two 20 pieces and then slam it all in the car in like 10 minutes. I'm not kidding. I have done this multiple times back in like the worst days. When I was really, really like down and I really just, I didn't want to live anymore. And like, I was so upset and I hated my life so much. Like I would get like two, three double cheese. I'd go for lunch. I'd run up to McDonald's from my work and I'd get legitimately like three double cheeseburgers, two 20 pieces. And I'd have them gone by the time I got back to the office or at least half of it just in the car ride from McDonald's to get back to the office. It's like a five minute car ride. I made those choices. Those were conscious choices that nobody made me do it. Nobody held the sweet and sour sauce up to my mouth and was like, eat it. That subconscious dude over there did the one I'm holding out. I have to very consciously. It's a, it's such a fight. It's such a battle every single day. I got to fight with myself every day to make better choices. And I don't win every day. I do not win every day. I will never win every single day. What matters is I win most days and that I keep myself from making the worst choices. That is what truly matters in the end. So yeah, it's three pounds. That's the update for this week. But I'm pretty proud of it. And hopefully, we'll see what happens as April gets here and as we go through. But I'm really hoping by the time live stream gets here that I am well under 350. And really, really just kind of cruising on my way to finally hitting that goal of 250 because I will, I will hit it one way or the other. Inevitably, I'm going to hit it. Just don't give up on me. I won't give up on me. Just asking you not to give up on me.
I know I've talked about this on the show a number of different times, but I pretty much consume only food-related content, almost all of it in passing. We don't really very, like, super actively, like, this is the thing we have to watch, except for now I've gotten back into Hell's Kitchen and we're just burning our way through back seasons of that. I still love that show, though. I really love Hell's Kitchen. It's so good. It's so good. It's a little bit dramatic in the early seasons, but that's neither here nor there. Or the early episodes, and then once they weed out, like, the super big drama kings and queens, then it starts to get, like, really way more dialed into just being about the food, and that's, of course, that's what I'm there for. But somewhere along the way of watching one of these food shows, at some point, I picked up a tip of overnight waffle batter. Could have even been an Instagram reel. I have no idea. I have no idea where most of the stuff. I just absorb it like via osmosis, like into my body. I just absorb these different food ideas that I pick up random places. And essentially, all they did was they made a waffle batter and they chucked some yeast into it. And then winged it into the fridge overnight just to let that yeast kind of propagate just a little bit and really develop some extra kind of air in there. Develop a little bit of extra flavor in there. Now, you don't want to treat this like it's bread dough or anything like that. You don't want to absolutely beat the tar out of it until you finally get it to be bread because you don't want bread. You want waffles. Waffles are crisp, but like delightfully cakey and beautiful and amazing inside. And you don't really want bread here. But what I will challenge you to do is even if you don't use my waffle recipe, which you should almond flour up in there and then the buttermilk. So you can do regular milk if you want to regular milk is going to make it a lot less dense calorically. But if you do the buttermilk, it's just going to like really add to the richness of the flavor of the waffle. But you get a little nuttiness from that almond flour in there. You can swap in sriracha. The original recipe had sriracha in it because I used it for chicken and waffles. It was basically meant to be more of a savory waffle. Well, all these beautiful things come together. And then I just decided to chuck a teaspoon of yeast in there. And believe you, I'm very much, I've made this a few times now with the overnight version. Wait, once, twice, three times. Can't count how many. I've made it a few times though. Chucked a teaspoon of yeast into the batter and just threw it into the fridge, covered, left it in the fridge overnight and then made it the next day. And I understand at least a little bit, like enough about what yeast do. And what it does is it changes the texture of that waffle and somehow makes it even lighter in the center. Like the, the, the cakey texture gets even lighter somehow. It's just even more beautiful. And the, coating the exterior crisps up even nicer i don't know exactly a hundred percent why it does it the way it does it maybe it just gets a chance to just develop a little bit more flavor as it sits honestly like i think of it like a lot of it in terms of pizza dough the same way i do the overnight pizza dough actually pizza dough i've been pushing to 48 hours and let me tell you it's even better somehow it's even better. Like it really, really needs that time to just sit there and develop that flavor. The yeast just works really, really slow as it just kind of converts the sugars in there. I guess I do know how yeast work. <laughs> I've got beer fermenting in the closet right now. You'd think like, come on, Nick. But as they sit there and as they eat, they just little, little bits of flavor, 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 flavor. 
and it's a thing in beauty. And the best part about waffle batter is, and, and here's the even better part of this. Normally when I used to make waffles, I'd have to make the batter the day of and then make the waffles. Now it's not complicated to make waffle batter by any means, but now you're removing that step from it too. Now you don't even have to do anything with waffle batter. Now you just have waffles. That's it. Like you just have waffle batter. You pull out of the fridge in the morning and just bam, whip it into the waffle iron. And is there anything better? Like the only thing better I should say than taking a short amount of time to make waffle batter and making waffles is to just be able to make them like whoosh, right out of the fridge. <laughs> I really, I really mean that. Like these, these are amazing. And I, I'm not going to sit here and drone on about, about them anymore. You have to try this. If you never try any of the recipes that I talk about here, and if you do, please let me know on social media. I would love to hear from anybody that gives any of my recipes a try. If almond flour is a little bit out of your price range, just stay with AP. Just stay with AP the whole way. You know, if you don't want to use honey as the sweetener in this, just use a little bit of white sugar. If you don't want to do the buttermilk, you want to cut it back and make it a little bit less calorically dense. You can even use something like an almond milk or something like that in this as well. I've made this with almond flour and almond milk punches up that nutty flavor even more. It's fantastic. Make this your own. Make this kind of how you want to make it. And then just chuck a teaspoon of yeast into it. Wing it into the fridge overnight and see what happens. Do it to your own waffle batter, whatever it is. Just yeet it into the fridge. Got to use the lingo the young kids use. That makes me cool, right? No? Um, looking around my office as if there's somebody in here to validate that, and there's not anyone because no one would. <laughs> Give this a try. I promise you, if you never try any of the other recipes that I make, and you should, and those of you in the recipe club, $5 and up Patreon tier, give me your recipes. Get over on Patreon. Leave your recipes. There's a post up there right now. Tell me what recipe you want me to make for you this month or next month or sometime this quarter. It's quarterly thing. So sometime in the spring, I will make your recipe. It will be the feature of a show. I will go through the whole process of me making it, what I learned, what I changed, if anything. And how I probably messed it up. Because <laughs> I, I inevitably will. But that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen, for another episode of Nikolai's Kitchen want to thank you so so much for taking the time to listen if you like what you hear and you want to help me reach more people with my messages of scratch made food and positive energy then wherever you're listening to this whenever you're listening to this the best thing that you can do is engage with the show engage with it how do it over on social media interact with social media posts like them share them comment on them Find the podcatcher that you're listening to this on right now, be it Podbean, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever. Leave a five-star rating and review. Anything that you can do to help me grow is only going to help more people hear my messages of Scratch Made Food and Positive Energy and for anything that you do for the show. Even if you just listen, even if you just listen, I am eternally grateful. And I'm so grateful that you make me any part of of your daily, weekly, monthly routine, whatever it is. I want to thank you so, so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Mm -hmm.